Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. I was doing a little bit of a smooth voice. So yeah. I was, hey, how are you? It's like, uh, you know, some, some midnight uh, R&B. Yeah, call me Cactus Jack. Is that, is that because it's been raining all day today? Oh, sorry. Wait. Oh, with weather check. Weather check. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine outside. Um, here's something new that happened. Mm-hmm. You went to the bagel place the other day. Sure did. How'd it go? I was first in line. I woke up at 6.45, got there at 7. Yeah? Uh, mask? Mask on. How'd you communicate what you wanted? I, I tapped on the glass. <laughs> did you really? And, uh, if, you and tap put on the, like, if you tap on the glass, it makes the bagels angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, put, I was like, you know, I want four bagels. But like my, my mask was so thick yeah. that I had to be like, I, you know, I signaled four of these and four <laughs> of these and three of these and one of these. And uh, and then wait, one more of these. Yeah, I was going to say, you only got 12? No, you what happened a, to a baker's dozen? Yeah, you, you know? get a baker's dozen. So uh, 13 bagels. Mm-hmm. Were there other people there? There were people lined up like six feet behind me. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Out the door? Like, was it like six it feet was, and then the next four person? I'm, I guess it wasn't six feet. Let's just say it was three feet. But okay. like nobody was sneezing or coughing. So I think I feel confident... In a three-foot range. Right. If no one else was sneezing or coughing, does that mean that you... Have permission to? ...were sneezing and coughing? Yeah. I um, I took my mask off, and I gave a a real long tirade of a speech, like Dwight Schrute from um, like the second season or whatever, when yeah. he goes to New York. Yeah, that sort of speech, like just a lot of banging on the table, waving his hands. I gave that sort of speech. Um, I was like, we alone move the wheels of progress. Blood will run through the streets. And we will conquer COVID-19. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. President Dwight Schrute. I, I mean, that's what we're sort of dealing with, yeah. No, I, no. honestly, we're probably dealing with... Oh, I guess Bernie would be more of a... Yeah. Well, I think we're dealing with more like a, a President Michael Scott right now. No. You don't... I, and by the way, I love Michael Scott, but if you... It, you could see some tendencies in there. It's just like the more ridiculous things in Michael Scott in the office end up being like the normal things... In the White House. You could say that he was like the early Michael Scott before he was like lovable. No, I I, I think that, and shout out to Bun B, who uh, we had in a very early episode of the original Quarantine Radio. Yeah. And Bun said that Michael Scott from The Office is mm-hmm. the third best character ever written for television. Right. Behind Archie Bunker and Omar from The Wire. Mm-hmm. Pretty good company. Yes. Michael Scott going off of Bun's, you know, praise, I think what makes him a good character is that he's not just one thing or another, you know? He's not just, you know, uh, he, he, yeah, he didn't how start does that off work like... for Trump? No, I agree. I'm saying the worst parts of Michael Scott is what we're seeing. I just think if you chop up the smallest parts of your argument, then yes. sure, you can be right. But let me just say, as a whole, you are incorrect. <laughs> just like, you know, who cares? <laughs> Well, generally, who cares, I think. I think you're just trying to win an argument. I think, no. I think we're, no. And by the way, shout out to us. We haven't had one argument, not in this entire, however many days it's been. Until now. Until right now. This is what's going to, you know, (laughs) separate the first 33 days from the next 33 days. Is it just been 33? 36? I don't know. A is lot this of, another argument? A lot <laughs> We're falling apart over here. A lot of, a lot of people have been... Uh, Rooting for us to, you know, <laughs> to start fighting each other. That's a weird thing. Do you remember early on in our career when we were shooting sketches, we shot one with Joel Ortiz and his then manager, Mike, mm-hmm. was in the hallway and told us that he was openly rooting for us to, to fight or argue because he thought that was more compelling than, than this. Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Eric. Jeff. Fuck you. <laughs> Who's on the podcast Fuck, today? Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> um, Earth Gang is on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, okay. So, uh, again, we know a lot of the Dreamville cast and mm-hmm. crew. We have never actually interacted with, with Earth Gang. No, I didn't even know how tall they were. Not together. Not nope. apart. Nope. And uh, we had Division on yesterday together. One mm-hmm. phone call. Three separate places. Yep. Today we had Dot and Olu separate. Great conversations, both of them. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a concern of ours that we don't repeat questions, that we don't fall into the same traps of like 
you know, easy questions, you know, easy conversation. We want to have compelling conversations every day. Yeah. We got two very distinct and very funny and very compelling conversations. But we also have a third conversation. And I'm getting there. <laughs> Shout out to young baby Tate. Who is also on the podcast. And, and ha- also in Atlanta. Yeah. She has been on the podcast. Yes. A full episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Which was so much fun. And shout out to the, the whole city of Atlanta. And I, I, I want to say this. We've seen your stupid governor, Governor Kemp, say that it's okay to reopen businesses and to congregate amongst each other once again. Yes, but let's all agree not to go outside. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shout out to Keisha Bottoms, who has been like, hey, you know what? As mayor of Atlanta, let's not do this. Yeah, but I'm also the mayor of Smart Town. Yes. (laughs) And I would like to uh, get on my podium and say, hey, the blood will run through the streets. (laughs) Jeff, before we get into this podcast, let's let the people know about a little thing called Patreon. Patreon.com slash it's the real go there. I, I love that we have this this community of people who have decided to invest in us. You yeah. know, they believe in us, they listen to our episodes. Every day. And uh and we've seen our our, our contributors numbers uh rise up. Yep. Rise up. Yeah. Rise up. <laughs> Blood in the streets. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, sign up at patreon.com slash it's the real. <laughs> yep. And that is where you can uh, be a part of what we're building here. And, you know, I, there's a lot of uncertainties out there. I think one thing you can count on day in and day out is a brand new episode of Quarantine Radio. The original, the original Quarantine Radio. Yeah. Uh, which, which is going to have us bringing some normalcy to your life and some laughs to your life and some gems to your life. And uh, to keep this going, we do need your help. And there are a lot of different tiers and a lot of different things that we offer in return for your $2, your $3, your $7, your $10, whatever it is that you feel like you would be willing to contribute to this thing of ours. And when I say ours, I mean ours, the the, the bigger, the more inclusive, the, the uh, familial hours mm-hmm. this thing of ours hours with the capital o you can go to patreon.com slash it's the real and uh and we'll we will do our part as long as you do yours yes so thank you thank you to everybody who has been signing up and uh thank you to everyone who's been around for the for the long term and jeff i think it's only right that we continue by calling dot from earth gang beep boop beep boop boop Dot, what up? What up? What's up with y'all, man? What's happening? Yo, first of all, and most importantly, happy Earth Day. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Always. Every day is Earth Day. Yeah, exactly right. Especially considering the the amount of time we have left as a species on this planet. I would unfortunately agree with you there. Yeah, Dot, let's go dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so uh, we've known about Earth Gang since 2014 because that's when our friend Ian, otherwise known as Rex Arrow, uh, shot a music video for you guys. Oh, yeah, that's my dog. Also, my government name is Ian, so we actually bonded through that fact. That's my, that's my <laughs> nigga right there. Spelled differently, though. Yeah. Yeah. Spelled differently. Spelled the hood way. E-I-A. Yo. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you remember about, like, 2014? Because it's easy for people to, like, look at Earth Gang now, Dreamville, Interscope, touring, mm-hmm. like, you know, well-known, a whole bunch of projects. What are we talking about in 2014, though? 2014, uh, I was it was it was different times, man. Me and me and Jill was roommates. Yeah, uh, it was all different, man. They Jill was Jill was working at Domino's. We had a roommate working at Domino's with Jill. We had another one of our homies working at Chipotle. <laughs> I was working anywhere I could get a job. We was just all like just the food service guys. And then we around that time is when we, we actually uh, linked up with Al Soul and TDE and all them guys. That's when we first started like making a, a, somewhat of a name for ourselves. But all of that was through Mac and, and, and Rex and all that situation. Absolutely. So I was like, 2014 was a, was, a, was a more transitional year than we knew at that time. But now thinking about it, a lot of the initial, like, dominoes was not that year. No, I mean, the dominoes were from Jid. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> so, um, we talked to Jid when he was on our podcast, A Waste of Time, um, when he was in New York, but... I want to know, like, who was the best roommate? Who was the worst roommate when you guys were living together? We were, we were, we were pretty equal, man. One thing I say about me and Jid, uh, he might say something different, because <laughs> I, I, I know how he is. But <laughs> put it like this: 
we we it was my crib first, so it really don't matter what kind of roommate I was. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, uh, me and Jill, like we our birthdays are like like a couple of days apart. We've always been like very similar in, in in action and behavior, just like we got a kind of brotherhood kind of thing we always had. So I, don't, I think that was that was a, that was a, a weird time because our, our we was, the house was just so trash we was living. In. It's hard <laughs> to tell who was who was the worst. Like, it was a trash crib, bro. Like it was like literally just all us in there. Black came and he stayed there for a while. Yep, Arnold yep. Up on us. Like that was it was that house. Like that first Philly Village house. First time we ever really was calling ourselves that shit. And we just found this little piece of shit house on the west side. It had all type of like notices and like violations and codes and shit <laughs> on the door. When we got it, when we got it, <laughs> we still moved in it. God damn. Well, could you yeah. imagine, could you imagine back then if you were living in that house while they had a, a global pandemic and everyone was forced to lock down and quarantine? That would have sucked. <laughs> we did. We did. We got stuck in that house one time. You know, Atlanta can't really handle a snowstorm. We had one of our bigger snowstorms that year. And uh, we was, me, and, me and Jade and my little brother and a couple other people were all stuck in that little house. <laughs> Wait, for how long though? Like a day? Uh, two, three days. It wasn't this <laughs> shit. It wasn't nothing like this. It was like maybe a weekend. Yeah. Well, what have you been... Drunk. What do, <laughs> Has that been the, also the plan for, for this this uh, this uh time? No, man. I, the, the crazy thing about this quarantine, it happened right when I got off tour. So we had just finished, like, being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like... You know, I, usually when I come home, I like to detox immediately anyway, whether I've been drinking a lot or not. Every tour, I don't just been wild out. Even every tour ain't a party tour. Some tours, you just... In your shows, knocking them out, cooking, and keeping keeping the moving, especially if you're working on like an album or something. But this this last tour, it was Maryland tour. The last couple days of it, uh, we went pretty hard on the party step to the point where I, you know, what I'm saying, when I got home, I was like, I'm actually just, I don't want to see nothing. So I haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been doing much that. Now I did smoke my ass off yesterday. <laughs> I mean that that is the day to smoke. So yeah, for the holiday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's interesting now because uh, a lot of us can you know not see the future you know we're sort of afraid of like what's going to happen and like how things are going to move because there's no specific game plan right now but then on the other hand we can also see that you know the industry is going to change a little bit and especially like music videos are going to change and uh, film sets and television sets are going to change it's not going to be like as big as before people got to get creative and we've talked about over the last month that maybe animation is going to be making a comeback because that's something that people can do on their computer and you don't need to be animation animation we're going to see a rise in puppetry yeah, oh, that too. So let me ask you this. You guys have two animated videos that you did with Strange Loop, right? And yeah. and uh, and those are either out now or coming out, you know, very soon. Uh, La La Challenge and Avenue, right? They out now. We got one more in that series that's not out. I don't think it is. I also don't keep up when things come out. But I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I'm like you should know, but all right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very, I'm very Johnny Depp with my shit. Like when I make it, I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm in love with what I'm working on right now, and that's what I'm. <laughs> like, well, that's 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 dope. But but considering that you guys have been doing animated stuff, will you get into puppetry, and will we see music videos that sort of echo that? For sure, and I'm not even. I, I, I hope that's not too much of a giveaway, but. I, we always been on that. We've been we we've been into into puppetry and stop motion and trying to do those kind of things for a while. We like all all forms of like all all mediums and all forms of art. So yeah, we definitely we definitely gonna delve into that. Especially like I what I think it's so beautiful about it right now is like it, the world is already kind of moving in this like D, DIY direction. You yep. know what I'm saying? That's yeah. pretty much how we've been. That's pretty much well. Um, I don't think my generation has ever been, but to see the boost in it and like because out of necessity versus like just creativity it's like it breathes even more creativity so I'm hyped for all the shit that's coming out through the next like few months from this from this whole situation and right now we still see a lot of people try to like like a lot of artists that we like jumping the gun trying to drop projects and shit and it's cool because it's like you getting that attention but really take a minute to see what you can make out of this time like what kind of other you can be other as fuck right now and people are going to take it you know what I'm saying for because, sure you know, as far as the way it's presented, not necessarily the music you make. You know, they give people what they love about you, but at the same time, the way you present, you can do a puppet thing right now. You could do some other animation, right now. you could do some different shit. Because people are like, well, this is a product of what we all, everything's different right now. You know what I'm saying? So take advantage of people thinking different. And, and I don't know. Yeah, we, we've been playing with a lot of ideas around this way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what's something, what's like a skill that you're learning? while you're inside because like a lot of people are trying to be creative like you were just saying like are you trying to juggle are you are you sewing are yeah. you 
Oh no, that, that's, that's, that is a real thing. So I've been doing I've been a couple of things since I've been home. I've been working on like, like putting things together. Like I have like, I be, I'm the type of dude like I order I order a bunch of furniture while I'm on the road and like never open it. Just have a house full of just emptiness. I just I literally have put together all the furniture in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so at the crib, bro. I done got. I done got real nice with the chainsaw. I'm gonna get into like woodworking and stuff. It's like wait, what? The furniture that, like breaks into a whole nother like interest of mine now. So Holy shit! Doing... Yeah, you're gonna do like a I mean, totem you know, pole or also... something? Yeah. What you I said you're gonna do like a totem pole or something, or like an ice sculpture. Oh, I thought you said a stripper pole. Now, I was, oh, that that a too. Stripper totem pole. Yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah but dope. like the problem with the stripper pole in a quarantine is that you can't bring anybody over. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can you can put a stripper in a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like an, I guess it's an essential service. <laughs> Wait, but you <laughs> are <laughs> yeah, you uh, you are in, in Atlanta. Yeah, you are in Atlanta. So like. Uh, your governor, who's an idiot, is opening up the like everything so that like you can go to movie theaters, you can go to massage parlors, you can go to yeah. I was literally, I was literally just watching this on the news before I called y'all, before I called in on this, and yeah, that shit is fucking crazy. But you know, Keisha Lance Bottoms ain't rocking with that child. Man. No, she's the yeah. best. She's the best. Yeah, but she's but not rocking with it. Is there any scenario where you feel like you need to go to a bowling alley or you need to go to you know <laughs> some place that they're gonna not open me, up again? But but me and my homies was on. We was having a long text about bowling yesterday. I, I do fuck with bowling. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you, you, you said that one in particular. Yeah, I, I am longing to be bowling again, but it's definitely not a need. You know what I'm saying? Before I do that, I'll build me a little fake lane. That's what I'm, I've been working on doing little shit like that. But anyway, and I just been doing features on features on features. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. so here's another thing that we've been been speaking to uh, to people about a lot is that. All of these artists are like, okay, cool, I'm home now. And some of them already have speakers and computers and mixers and everything. And some people are getting them. And then a lot of people are like, yo, I have to figure out how to use all this stuff. Yeah, how do I engineer? How do I press the space bar? <laughs> so, so are you fully capable of recording your own stuff? Well, yeah, I would say this. Because we had to in that first field house, that first house I was talking about, yep. we all pretty much taught each other. Now, we learned a lot of, like, recording techniques from Black, and Black learned a lot about, like, you know what I'm saying, different types of, like, production and stuff from us, and we, like, feed a lot of that within each other. So we learned how to record each other. Like, we just would record each other before anybody would. Before we had access to the studio, we like, he'll record all my songs, I'll record all Jay's songs, you know what I'm saying, Black record all old new stuff, and we all just do that with each other all the time. That's so, dope. Yeah, I definitely know how, but what's crazy, I, I didn't have as much equipment for a while once, once we, because we all had, we all was sharing one computer among four guys for years. <laughs> like, doing, as getting bigger and going to everything, we just never felt a necessity because why? After a while, we was getting put in these different studios, so like the computer was just a computer. And then I, I had to come home and like actually buy, I, I, when we came off this last tour, I bought two laptops and uh, basically I bought a whole studio and just put it all together in my crib. Wow. Yeah. Wait, when you were all sharing one computer, did you guys clear your internet search history or was it just like <laughs> anything goes? <laughs> See, nobody ever went, well, to my knowledge, I never went internet on this, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. I always feel like if you want to look at some flicks, you better use your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Way easier in, in your phone. So I just, but yeah, we, uh, it, it actually, it was, it, was a, it was a homie's computer before that. It was uh, Devin Ebanks. He used to he play for the Lakers at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I so, think Jid told us about that, think, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna say Devin just like all the other dudes in the league be trying to rap all the time. Shout out to my dog E Mine, that's my that's my dog. <laughs> but uh be, everybody in the league be trying to rap. So, you know, we uh well, and everybody they be trying to rap, try be trying to hoop. So, you know, we be trying to hang with E Bank. Well, and uh he, he eventually gave us a scooter. I guess he stopped rapping and we just took <laughs> that that's well, we made the first bears on. Well, how about how about Chris Boss showing up with some beats at the uh, at the Dreamville sessions? Bro, what's crazy about that nigga, bro? He, I didn't even notice him at first. I was, just, been, I was doing a lot of my songs that I was recording within the room. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, he's like, he's, he's like, like eight, eight feet tall. tall. Yeah. <laughs> no, let me tell you. Let me tell you. He, so we all in this room, right? He, it's like it's, it's room two, 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 the smallest studio room in the whole Tree Sounds, right? The smallest room. I, I like small room vibes. That's when I used to just, I like myself in a small one and just, and just keep going. So I'm in there, and I'm not even noticing who's coming in behind me because I'm, I'm in the, like, the little smallness of the booth of that shit, like the corner of the room. And I look, and I sit down, and I'm like smoking, and there's a dude sitting next to me on his laptop, like buried into his laptop. But he's folded so like, <laughs> compactly 
he like folded his body in a way that he shouldn't have been able to do. So I didn't even know that he stood. I'm like, oh shit, this nigga is Chris. But <laughs> he stood up. He was huge. He was tall as fuck in in, in the smallest room. He definitely had some hard ass beats though. Well, that's what yeah. Eve, Eve was telling us that the beast just knocked. He got a gift. My dog, uh, Alfaro Camino, be making hard ass beats too. That's dope. So, um, obviously, like Dreamville is is the home team. But what can you tell us about Spillville? Spillville is like the original inception, bro. It's like the Ninja Turtles. It's like <laughs> the homies. The, the like you know what I'm saying. We was the brokest together. We went through the worst shit together. Me and Jig got arrested together. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was like all the shit of like you you not 19 no more, but you ain't necessarily 21, 22 yet. Like that little period of being 20. 21, well, really 21, like, between 19 and, like, I'd say 23, we was, like, inseparable homies, and, like, we was doing, we basically, we we had, we had all came back home from school for different reasons, me and Jig got kicked out, yep. Olu, Olu had him come to some cool lot of shit, everything was, you know what I'm saying, it was done, was done, and then some of the other homies that didn't rap, but just caught themselves still there, and we came back home, and it was, I was, I immediately was pressed to get us on the, on the circuit of, like, Atlanta local shit, so it would be, like, the shows that Thug was doing, the shows that Migos was doing, all them shows, but we didn't have nothing to call ourselves. So that's how we would call ourselves. That's how we would show up and be identified as like a big ass group of, of niggas. It's like Spillville niggas is over there. <laughs> usually we show up. We did some all black shit. I was very, very, very inspired by the A Side Mob at that time. Mm-hmm. I was taking a, I was borrowing a lot of shit from them, and uh, she was just like, we wanted to be the Atlanta A Side Mob. <laughs> well, I, I wanted us to be the Atlanta ASAP Mob. I don't know if everybody wanted to be that right. at that time. But, you know, we was young, and, and, and they was like, them niggas was killing that shit in a group fashion. Yeah. And I just felt like we could have done that. And I feel like, and we were doing that, and we are still doing that. We still connect, we still homies. But like it was, at the time, that was like a very big thing for me. I was like, look at all of us. We all talented. We all like bouncing ideas off each other. We all are hungry for it. And we was the hungriest group of niggas I ever met, and still are. So like that, I think that was the main thing that was still real was such a bond and why I feel such a bond and why we've been to drop a whole project together all these years later. Well, I mean, like, you guys, um, you you said that you were influenced by ASAP. Was there any part of you guys that thought, well, we have to name ourselves, like, all one thing so that it's, like, you know, like, Spillage Village. Yeah. Like, dot, <laughs> Spillage nah, well, yeah. We That's funny. We, th- we kind of thought about that kind of shit. I don't think any of us would have ever... At the same time, we always still kind of... I don't know, I think the difference with, with ASAP, part of the reason is that they did that, because they did have, like, an OG, OG nigga in the beginning, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. He was still, like, a unifying big brother. We was, like, all a bunch of little brothers, just, you know what I'm saying, just together. So it was, like, we didn't even get, like, the, the, the person who came into our life and, and kind of took over that big brother role, uh, uh, Barry Johnson, our manager, he, he kind of came... By the time, by the time, we had already been making noise in the city, for real, you know what I'm saying? We already had been like, which is not saying he hopped on late or nothing, but he actually hopped on perfect time because we didn't know what else was supposed to do. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, well, I'm, had, there, had there been anybody else who had come by before and, like, what was it about Barry that, like, made him special? Barry was special for two reasons. One, he's from the west side. I'm from the west side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That just, that just means something to me. He's from, he from, like, Bankhead-type area. I'm from, like, a little bit south of there, but still here in the west. And, uh... Like so, that was already like that was a, that was a link, that was a connector. You know what I'm saying? It was like a bridge. And then just to, um, one, ain't gonna lie, we we was doing like a lot of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get our shit on the blogs. That's when blogs was kind of still a thing. It was like blogs and SoundCloud was like crossing paths. It was before SoundCloud had completely taken over and blogs had, had kind of died. And so it was like the middle ground of that area. So we was trying to submit everything all the motherfucking time. And I remember Barry came and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get y'all on Double XL tomorrow." <laughs> and then he did. And, and then we was like, oh shit! And then he got us in Double XL in print the following week on the print. So he just he was just a nigga that had more connections than we had, and he was from a part of town that we knew very well. So I felt like I knew the type of nigga he could be. Who were some of the the blogs that you were reaching out to? Like, were you emailing Not Right and Two Dope Boys and Missing? Hell yeah, bro! Literally everybody, everybody, bro. Like we now what's so funny about Two Dope Boys. We used to hit them up all the fucking <laughs> time, bro. And then when they finally, uh, I guess, gave us a spin. They wrote this long ass thing about like apologetic they were about like not taking our emails, which I thought was super flattering. But that's they awesome. Had a too, but, They're such yeah, good I, guys. They yeah, I, I didn't expect that at all. But they are cool as fuck. I follow them. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we used to mean everybody, bro. At the time, the only person that ever gave us any time was a uh, OK player had wrote something about us like in like 2013, and they wow. did a hell of good. 
Yeah, and then fucking, uh, that was like one of the first songs we ever recorded to me and Jid and Olu like, ever recorded together. All three of us were on it, and they thought Jid was Earth Gang at that time. <laughs> and then, uh, fucking, uh, we, we ended up, uh, getting that look from Mac. That's when we first started catching like some media buzz. But that, Barry made that connection too. Barry immediately sent us, he sent all our music that we had ever made to Mac the first night we met him. Man. Mac was calling right after that, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, man. Well, shout out to the the whole most dope crew because you know they're still just all great people and and great souls and uh, and and still they're still doing their own thing. Uh, oh indi- yeah, I mean, individually. You know, you know, uh, you know Q. From of course, we know. Yeah, yeah, Q's rocking with you. That's our man. Yeah, that, Ab- that's my nigga, bro. I love Q, bro. Absolutely. Like, that's my dog. Absolutely. Well, listen. Uh, congratulations on everything. Uh, and and. Do your best to stay inside to uh, to not go bowling. To... Yeah, I don't care how much you want to go bowling. Just don't go yeah. do it right now. Don't go to the don't theaters, <laughs> the massage parlors, whatever else they're opening down there. And uh, listen, man, uh, shout out to Keisha Bottoms, who's doing a great job. And, and fuck Governor sure. Kemp, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, fuck Kemp. Yeah. Shout out Keisha Bottoms. Yo, and wait, wait, and, and, and real quick. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Wait, real quick. You mentioned before, you sort of hinted at that you guys as Spillville are still doing new music now. Are we going to really get like a full project from you guys soon? Uh, that's 100% certain. Now, I don't know what's going to be on it because we made so much music. I think that's, that's what always happens with our projects. We got to like sift through what we're going to put out for now. But yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Oh, shit. We've been working on We started working on it before the quarantine. The quarantine just made us lock in more. Well, we're really looking forward to that. Dot, thank you for today. We're sending all our love to you and yours, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in real life soon, all right? I appreciate y'all. Man, y'all stay safe. Wash your hands. Jeff, let's get on the phone now with Olu from Earth Gang. Beep boop. Olu, what's happening? What up? What's happening? What's, what's up? Yo, first of all, happy Earth Day to you and yours. Hey, likewise, happy Earth Day <laughs> to you and yours. Yo. Everything living and breathing. That's exactly right. Olu, I'm going to be very honest. We just spoke with Dot, and he told us everything there is to know about this new Spillville project. So now you, my friend, can just... What I... You could just elaborate. You could just tell us all the details maybe he left out, you know? I thought you were going to say I could just relax. <laughs> 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 no, I think people are, are just very excited that uh, that you and all your friends are, uh, are here making music that's actually, like, really and honestly going to come out. Yeah, yeah, crazy, right? It's like it's such a surreal moment. Everybody's in like real time. There's no, there's no distractions. We're just all like, oh well, we know they're making music. We know they're making music <laughs> right now because they're not doing anything else. So nothing, nothing just, else. Let's just twiddle our thumbs and wait. It's so cool. It's like they're waiting on us to get out the kitchen with a meal. Everybody just sitting at the table talking and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like, well, is it done? Like, I mean, like, how how far into it are you guys? No, it's not done. Um, we have recorded a lot of songs, and now we're just narrowing the songs down and fine-tuning them. You know what I'm saying? Very, very uh, uh, intricate process with tinkering, and we're you know, elaborating on songs, embellishing parts, and getting collaborations, and all these other things, getting artwork and concepts done. So it's not completely finished, but um, the first couple of weeks before the whole quarantine thing came, everybody was there to hear together. And and you can just feel the vibes, and like most of the songs, a lot of the songs that we created, some songs were created in different setups and different rooms, but a lot of the songs was created in the A room, where it was mm. like 10 people all together, you know what I'm saying? Just like, either coming up with ideas together or coming up with words and just laughing and joking and and it's a lot of songs that have that communal vibe to them that you you'll definitely be able to pick those out you know by the way dot said nothing like this <laughs> dot dot said a yeah. whole different whole different thing no, no, no. <laughs> he said that it was all done he said that it was all done in uh you know across the globe but um i i was wondering like who actually i makes- mean and, and originally we were here in the same place. Yeah, yeah. But after the quarantine, then people started to go home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like after that, yeah. After after like the news came out, they okay, we're gonna do social distance, this, that, that, and third. Then everybody was like, all right, uh, we we planted a good seed here. Just let's just stay in touch. You know what I'm saying? And let's just continue to let's stay in touch. <laughs> like you guys are like graduating high school. Have a good summer. Yeah. yeah just, we'll all meet hey, in we ten years. We you didn't know? know what was going on, man. We people was it, it was crazy. Yo, know? people was like people was really making decisions on should I stay here or should I go home? You know, like I don't yeah. know how long we're gonna be doing this. So it's just like all right. 
Well, what is got your, enough here? Yeah. What is what is your experience been like? Like, have you been like? Because we spoke to a friend yesterday, not even for the mm-hmm. podcast, just like talk to a friend who was like, "Yo, this is my fortieth day inside," and it, it's a weird like number to sort of like think about. And it's like, yeah, I I really have spent most of those days if not all those days, indoors, have you been, like, a good quarantiner and stayed indoors? Um, oh, yeah, for, well, well, that's the thing about quarantining. doesn't mean you have to stay inside. No, no, actually, you know what? You're right. That's true, too. Yeah, and that's, you all, and you that's what I want to make, yeah. make sure people understand because I've gone outside every day. Now, I haven't gone, you know what I'm saying, out to the store or out the front street or here, but every day I've stepped outside this house. Every day I've gotten some sun. Even yeah. when it's raining, I let it rain on me. Yeah. I just sat outside and talked and I go outside every morning and just like enjoy the birds, enjoy the stuff. It's, believe it or not, this is the longest I've been home in about three years. Wow. Maybe about, maybe about three and a half years. This is the longest I've been home in about three and a half years. You've just been on the road in other cities and just constantly yes. moving. Yeah. But like on how the do, road, moving, moving. How does it moving. feel to adjust to, you know, being home that much? I mean, like, do you, do you love your house that much when you're in it 40 days? Well, we're not. Well, I'm actually technically not in my home. We're we're in a, a place. We, we rented a studio home, so we, we're recording here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has good vibes, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you you get a chance to kind of like create the space and create the tone for what you want to for 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 how you just want to approach this next recording space. You know what I'm saying? So like that's that's been very beautiful. Um, being at home in Atlanta at first the first couple of weeks. Um, the anxiety creeps up because I mean, like we're we're from Atlanta, born and raised, yep. and like we're here. But but being away so long, like you get introduced to so many other different vibes, so many different, so much different type of music, so many different types of people, and you're like, okay, well I'm back home now. Let me, and you you, you try to just you know what I'm saying hop right into the rhythm. And it's like it's like you know double dutch, you know, <laughs> and you hop right on in and, and, and get to it, but. You know, it, the beauty about it is sometimes you all, you also have to find your own rhythm with being in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, like I'm from here and I love everything that's going on in here. And a lot of times I try to like connect and I try to reach out with people and, and you know what I'm saying? Just like be more sociable. And I, that was like a main thing that we wanted to do when we got back home because we've been on the road so much. It's like, let's be sociable. Let's get out. Let's go here. Let's go here because we never got a chance to do it. We always was on the road, but like as soon as we get home, everybody stay inside. Nobody yeah. go anywhere. You know what's so like, you know what's right. a real shame is that so Jeff and I were down in Atlanta for for the majority of two weeks in November, right? Uh, Red mm-hmm. Bull Red Bull was doing this big music festival down there, and uh, so we got to explore the city a lot. Um, we've been to Atlanta mm-hmm. before, but we really like got to go to the stores. We got to like walk around and like and really touch the people, right? And mm-hmm. the shame of all this is that travel is going to be supremely affected a- across the whole world. And you don't get a chance like that to fully immerse yourself in a city that's yours or, or not yours, you know. But Atlanta's a, yes. a really special place. And, uh, you know, Atlanta's been in the news for all the wrong reasons, I, th- I feel like, for the last couple of days, um, led by your governor, who is a moron. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's it's out there. Yeah, like the city gets bears the weight of his shame when he's the governor of the whole state. But you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, I did see. I did see that uh, Keisha Bottoms, who's exceptional, was like, you know what? Uh, we're going to, uh, you know, stay true to science and to facts and to, uh, you know, human relations here, and and you know, sort of buck buck the system, hopefully, and Amen. stay true. It's wild that that's, like, a thing in 2020, right? Like, it's yeah. wild that, like, you have to buck the system to go with science. To be smart, yeah. Yeah, to be, to be just, to, just for pure logic. Like, this is, these are the things, that this is what you should do. Like, I, it's unfortunate that, pe- like, I, I understand that the economy is bad, but I feel like we are... Like we we knew this though, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's unfortunate that the healthcare system cannot bear the weight of this, but we already knew that a change was needed, a change was necessary, and it's like people still don't want to change. They want to keep going back to what we've been doing and just push forward with the same role, and it's it's insanity if you ask me. And but I think in in certain places. The leadership is stepping up like Keisha Lance Bottom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yo, we're not going to do this the same old tried and true way, you know, and I, I really appreciate that. Um, I wanted to ask you, 
you know, you guys are from Atlanta. You you were talk or um, Dot was talking about the the scene that you came up in um, and how you guys wanted to be like ASAP Mob and how you wanted to. Um, you know, you you were looking at uh, like Young Thug and and everything he was doing. Like, mm-hmm. who was the first person to really co-sign you from Atlanta? From Atlanta? Yeah. Now, do are we talking underground? Or are we talking mainstream? That's I mean, hear both. I yeah. would hear both. Yeah. Okay, so uh, as far as underground goes, it's a lot of it's a lot of pillars of the community that aren't known outside of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We could go from one of our brothers named Chilio, or we could go from this cat named Fort Knox. We could go with, um, it's just it's just so many people, and it's so many people who, it's just a scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really, we literally came down back to Atlanta from college and did a few shows at Apache, Apache Cafe, which yeah. is not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, we've heard about we it, though. Few, yeah, like, it, like that, that the scene is is really what put us on, you know what I'm saying? What co-signed us is really was the city and not just a name here or a name there, but you know what I'm saying? So like spoiled milk, spill mm-hmm. milk, these are like events that we that we put on and things that we did where it brought the underground scene of Atlanta there and and that's when we that's when we met our manager, you know what I'm saying? And then we got our Shouts first to Barry. Yep. But shout out to Barry, we got our first big major co-sign outside of the city, which was uh Mac Miller. Shout out yeah. to Mac Miller. You know, but but in, inside of the city, you know what I'm saying, our name was moving on the underground levels, like, the whole time, you know, like, just moving, moving, moving. I, I remember back in 2016, 2015, 2016 was the first time we really got in touch with Rico Wade. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying, from Organized North. Hell yeah. Family, like, like, he literally came over to the crib we were staying at, you know what I'm saying, like, like, like cooked us some fish and, <laughs> like, kicked it and, like, just, like, left. He was like, I guess I gotta, I gotta make a move and just, like, left. Wait, you know wait, I'm sorry. Like, he made you fish in your house? He, Yes, yes, Rico Wade made fish in our house and then proceeded on about his day. <laughs> <laughs> was the fish for him? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was for us. It was for us. <laughs> it proceeded on about his day. So, like, you know, people have always, in their own ways, like, shown us love and, like, understood, you know what I'm saying, our potential and understood our talents and what we represent. Yeah, man. You know? We, um, we have a, a very uh, large... Um, friendship base amongst the the dreamville camp right and that's you know Mm -hmm. we've we've known cole for man like 12 years we've known eve for the longest time right uh obviously we're friends with ari we're friends with jid we're friends with a lot of people uh it's it's Mm -hmm. awesome are you bragging yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm I'm bragging no no but uh (laughs) it's it's and and it's awesome to talk to both to both you and dot um but it's interesting because all the times that we've talked about the dreamville sessions at tree sound uh, I'm not sure that we've really spoken to people from Atlanta about that experience. How does it feel mm-hmm. for you for everyone to come to your city and take advantage of like that feeling down there? Oh man, we were so happy. We was like that that's that's the Atlanta vibe though. You know what I'm saying? We was glad that that we were able to present that. It felt like it felt I'm sure for a lot of people it felt like home. You know, it was just like, yo, this I feel like I'm just at a cookout inside this huge studio with 10 rooms and so many people walking in. Like, you could literally go in one room, Cola be in there, go in another room, Buddy, Smino be in there, Guap go in Dad, another yeah. room, Guap Dad, go in another room, and, and Akon and Earth Gang in there. <laughs> and, and, and he listened to something that we working on crazy. With, 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 with Kenny Beats. And it's just like, it's it's so crazy. So I, I feel like that was such a, a good moment, you know what I'm saying, for our generation to be able to, to to have that vibe where it's not where it wasn't it was a dreamville thing but we reached out to so many people and so many artists and so many producers and writers that were not in the dreamville camp mm-hmm. that it was it really was just for just the culture of of, of the artists and the musicians for what we're doing like rick ross was in there little baby pulled up swiss you know what i'm saying yeah. like swiss it went and, and it was just you you need that you know what i'm saying you need that did you know little baby beforehand nah nope so nah, I did not. who's somebody that that you really connected with having not known them so well during you know those those long days and nights uh smino for sure Shout i think smino. that was my second time that was our second time i pulled up on the first time i pulled up on smino was um was in la i pulled up to one of his studio sessions just kicking it pulled up we played a couple of records and man i was so tired like i literally was falling asleep like we weren't <laughs> even we didn't even want to have any plan on making music, but I pulled up on it, man. We kicked it, went, walked, walked the Air One. Is that how you say it, Air One? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Air, Air, Air One. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We yo, that's the most like one. LA thing you could have done. You could have gone bro, to we Air know, One. We did it, bro. Smino, Smino do big LA shit. <laughs> Does he go hiking on the uh, running running trail and all that? <laughs> I haven't I haven't done that with him yet. But when we go back out, there, we do it. Yeah. So we went to Air One, came back to some more records, and I was like, I'm tired. So it just I'm gonna hit you later, and then we linked up again at the Dreamville sessions, and that's and we you know so we made crazy records like Sacrifice. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like yeah. like like believe it or not, he was like. <clears throat> It was his session, well, not his session, but he was in the room with the producer, with, with Childish, and, and with the engineer. And I walked in there, and, and Saba was in there too. And then we was, he was just like, you know, what I'm saying, what's the beat we choose? And I was like, you know, what I'm saying, we always like this one, this one. And mm. then everybody just went and started writing. And then, you know, what I'm saying, I went up and did my part. And then he did his, and it was just like flow so crazy, you know, what I'm saying. And after that, we got a chance to go on the, on the road. And shout out to Smith, he just dropped this tape. Yeah, yeah. He did. You know, what I'm saying today, shout out to him. But uh, um, yo, so on the road. I do want to mention, by the way, uh, we're also close with Boss. Just you know, I just want to like complete the very cool, card, you know, yeah, just very very make cool. sure that everyone yeah. you know is is recognized. But uh, when you were there, are you the type personally? to mm-hmm. to get there early and like claim your room or are you somebody who stops by every room and just sort of sees what the vibe is like well because we heard that smino like planted his flag in that last room and just like mm-hmm. stayed there mm-hmm. for the entirety well the thing is i guess i'm kind of both and i would say that because i mean i slept there for about five nights man you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I didn't like they had a shower in there, so like why, why would I go home? Would, <laughs> I mean, I could think of reasons. Yeah, you have a bed, or yeah, you you're can, somebody nah, who likes nah, the outside. I don't, need no bed, I don't need no bed. They got couches in there. You don't want to hear like 808s in your sleep, you know? I don't know. Nah, but but people left, but people would leave. You know what I'm saying? Other people will go home, and 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 well, actually, give us how tall are you? Work. I'm about five six. Oh, okay, so yeah, that, I mean, so that's, I that's, saying, that, no, I, nah, I, I, my sleeping accommodations, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like that, that works for a couch. Like yeah. I'm six three. Yeah, it feels yeah. like that's not happening. Yeah, so me, like, me so, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Chris Bosh are not sleeping on couches. Nah, nah, nah. But so, so I would sleep there for about, you know, I slept there for about five nights, like half the time that we were there. And but when people would come in, I would literally go from room to room to room. Like Eve, Eve has a story where he, he went in one room. And I was in the booth in there recording, and he left, and he went in another room, and I was in the booth in there recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, simple, like literally, literally simple as that. He's like, who in there? Like, Olu in there. Olu? was just in the other room. But, I mean, and, I, and that's how I approached it because, I mean, to me, the, the, the more diversity that you have, you know what I'm saying, the more it stretches you as an artist. You know, you could go in one room and they serenade and they got a guitar strum and then you walk in there and you and you put something down and then you can go into another room, you know what I'm saying, and Pyrex is in there or mm-hmm. A-plus is in there mm-hmm. and you and you make down bad, you know what I'm saying? So it's Man. like I want to keep them, those same vibes from this, this, this uh, Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon room, you know what I'm saying, and walk into the A room where A plus is, and Jid in here he put his verse down on down bad. And I want to get on that too. I want to bring those vibes in there. So that's how I approached. It. I mean, that's how it happened for the Sacrifice record too. Like I, it was Mino was in the room, and I literally came from upstairs and walked down there and was like, "What y'all doing in here?" <laughs> 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 and, and did, it. and I, you know, we made it happen. That's amazing. I mean, like, are there any ideas that were left on the floor? of um oh, there's a thousand ideas left. but but are you guys like using them moving forward like is anything gonna yes. end up on the spillage village we 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 have some stuff right now that is that's a possible earth game pick. um we well, i think the spillage village stuff is most of that stuff is fresh and i, I appreciate that because we got new vibes for that you know what i'm saying but everything else like like you will hear work records from that session until time, mm. how you say it? In memoriam? Is that, is that how you say it? How you say it? Y'all yeah, rappers. time. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Air, yeah. I think it's time, pronounced Airwan. Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like all like rules have been thrown out the the window anyway. Now it's like <laughs> I, today, honestly, could be Earth Day or maybe it's like yeah. you know. Oh, I, I haven't left the house in like <laughs> a year. It feels like you know, oh, so like we're crazy. in New York. Like oh. you don't, you just sit. Oh shit, it's horrible up there. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's it's a weird weird world right now so uh moving forward are you able to structure your days with like you know some sort of schedule where you can sit down write record and and go to sleep at a regular time and wake up at a regular time yeah, it's funny you ask that. So in the beginning i was still moving off for like tour time you know what i'm saying where it's just stay up until you go to sleep 
you know what I'm saying? So, but a few few weeks after that, I was sleeping the whole time, and I would really get down on myself because I'm sleeping so much. I'm like, yeah. I'm supposed to be recording an album, but I just keep going to sleep. So after a while, I got back up, and you know, this past week, I, I've been waking up at about eight in the morning, nine in the morning. I pray, say some manifestations, and practice in Portuguese. I do my Portuguese on Duolingo. Whoa! And then yeah, and then I start. I I, I write. I, I I write a song. Put some down, come upstairs, watch a couple of episodes of Westworld, do whatever needs to be done on the business side of the day, and then go back, do some production, and then get back to uh, think coming up with another idea, <laughs> eat, you know what I'm saying? If I don't finish that idea that night, then I wake up in the morning and finish that idea, and that'll be the first song I do in the morning, you know? All right, so I have a couple of questions that I need <laughs> to work through right here. Okay, yeah. so uh, Portuguese, like how... Why, why are you going to Brazil? Like where? Yes, yes. I bought Brazil, Mozambique, Portugal. Well, Brazil is the the, the country with the largest collection of uh, the African diaspora, African descendants yeah. outside of Africa. So um, I figure, and it, and it's very similar to Spanish. You know, not not identical, but it's very similar to Spanish. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of challenge myself and open myself up to another aspect of life for african people you know what i'm saying and, that's beautiful and, and see what it's like you know so i definitely am going to brazil as soon as all this is over because i i know the vibes down there are great i know the food down there is beautiful i know the people are beautiful and also mozambique which is on the continent of africa it's like yeah. it's east side i, I want to be able to have that yeah yeah i want to be able to have that connection so i was like let's do it what have you put into the air over the last like three, four, five years that you've seen come to fruition because you know you woke up and you said it and you put it into the universe? Um, we've been able to inspire a lot of people in Atlanta from where we're from. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people who feel like they their voices have not been, you know what I'm saying, expressed or feel like their stories haven't been told or, or feel like there, there aren't many people who look like them in the music industry you know what i'm saying and and we've been able to inspire them for sure um going out in the city of atlanta sometimes it's really amazing because people give us so much love it'll be you know what i'm saying from whatever color whatever creed gender whatever and they give us so much love and i remember looking through some of my notebooks from years back you know what i'm saying cleaning out my space and just looking at some of my notebooks and me saying you know what i'm saying let's tell our story tell our story being from the west side of atlanta and inspire these kids you know what i'm saying from from my mlk from my luther king from cascade rose by these kids from zone four and, and then push out from there by telling our story we definitely been able to do that we sold out two two back-to-back shows it's crazy we saw two back-to-back shows at uh center stage you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That's a dope spot, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The 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 fun the fun thing about that is maybe like when when Cole came out, I don't know what pro, what tape that was, but the um, but uh, Young Simba. Yep. That that song I vividly remember driving by center stage and these cats was coming out playing young simba at the at the top of their car and i was just like you know what i'm saying like i wasn't thinking i'm gonna sign with dreamville and interscope and all that <laughs> but i was just like i was like people gonna people gonna fuck with our stuff like they fucking with his stuff and you know what i'm saying it's so crazy that on one of those sold out nights he opened up for us you know what i'm saying so that's like, so fucking it's, awesome it's crazy bro straight crazy. up um not to get off of this and into like some very trivial matters, but like Let's I did remember my question, which was that you were watching Westworld, which so Eric and I never have gotten into it yeah, uh, or watched it at all. But Listen, I my have heard my man's beat me up for a year. About <laughs> and, I heard and that it's like super whack. It. Well, no, no, people watch. say the first season is exceptional. Listen, listen. Don't listen to what people say. Don't listen to what, don't listen to what I'm saying. Just watch it. Okay. Just watch them. Just watch them. Tell you. Just watch it. I'm literally every day. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs in here because of some twist that done happened right before the next episode. I'm screaming. <laughs> I was cussing. I'm screaming. And the music in there is so fire. They, so like in the score, they've interpolated "Painted Black," uh, "Runaway," "Cream" by Wu Tang. Wow. Wow. Um. They like and and like they they just interpolated in a way where it could be classical music, it could be played 
by uh, you know what I'm saying like I can't I don't want to give it away but it could be played just by different genres and different artists and it's like it's a part of the score so it's not like somebody puts on a record it's like oh this is nice oh I know this fucking <laughs> tune oh hell yeah you know what I'm saying so like I'm telling you, you gotta watch it all right, well, Olu, I promise you this for Earth Day and just in general, I promise we will start watching Westworld tonight. Um, I do want to say uh, thank you for this. Thank you for all the work that you've done. Congratulations on everything. Um, it's been really awesome to see what you guys have done. We've been watching since 2014 when you guys did a video with our man, Rex Arrow, Ian Wolfson. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shout and, out to uh, man, Rex. And you know, like the whole most dope, you know, family, those are our people's shout out to Q and yeah. everybody. Um, but uh, listen, uh, stay healthy down there, stay inside and go outside too. like, don't, you know, Oh yes, don't, yes, don't get you some fresh air. Absolutely. Um, we're sending our love to you down there. Hopefully we can uh, connect with you back in uh, in uh, in real life when all this is said and done. And in the meantime, sure, be safe. Man. All right. Yeah, I stay safe. Appreciate y'all. All right, take care. Oh, and and I want to I want to send, send some love and some blessings out to the spirit of Prince Rogers Nelson. It's the day he passed, you know. Yeah. Most definitely. Show him some love for sure. All right. And now, Jeff, let's call Young Baby Tate. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Wait, let me dial it again. Boop, boop, boop. Young Baby Tate. What up? What's happening? What's good? Yo, Tate, I'm sure that during this quarantine, you've been watching all the Instagram battles, right? Or at least you're aware of them? Yeah. Yeah, all the verses going on. All of them. So here's the biggest question. Jeff over here mm -hmm. has said that his ultimate battle, and he feels this is like completely fair. Yes. Well, no, I think whatever. Soldier Boy versus Beyonce, who wins? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so serious about this. Soldier Boy versus Beyonce. Beyonce? Yes. <laughs> no. Carter? <laughs> Jeff? Beyonce obviously is going to win, period. I don't know. I think that Soldier Boy takes it. Soldier Boy takes it. I think that Soldier don't Boy ever. takes it. Don't ever. You're about to make me get my, uh, <laughs> my card out. Don't ever. <laughs> Beyonce. Jeff, Jeff is out here caping for young soldier. Yeah, soldier. <laughs> I mean, like, he has hits with Arab. He has hits with, you know. Okay, I feel like Lil Bow Wow is easy for him. And then after that, it's like, who could he possibly go after? Oh, okay. Yeah. You go from Shad Moss to, mm -hmm. you know. Beyonce, Giselle. Um, Carter Knowles. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, Tate, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm just, you know, chilling. I've been sleeping a lot. <laughs> well, is it is this something new or is this something where it's just like, because a lot of people, like even us, we work from home, you know, so it's like a lot of it is not too much different than the norm. But uh, then there's other people who it's like, this is earth shattering and like very different to stay indoors for the majority of the time. How are, how are you? What's your schedule like? Well, I am like uh, pretty much a homebody, but you know, obviously I have times where I'm like in and out of town, whether I'm doing shows or videos or something like that. So that part is the only thing that's really changed. But for the most part, like, I, I make music at home for the most part. I'm pretty much home a lot anyway. Um, but it's just sucks that, like, I can't just go outside and get my nails done. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, now you can because your governor yeah, has no, opened up. Your, no, I mean, absolutely not. Like, you know, dumb governor. Yeah, you have to, you have to wait, like, um, <laughs> till, till version three or whatever when it's like, you know, all the bugs are, are out. <laughs> But, like, what was the last time that you were, like, outside, outside? Like, you know, before any quarantine? Oh, uh, yikes. Um, mm, I don't even remember. It's been that long. Yeah. Like, I don't even actually remember the last event I went to. Do you remember the last time you went As to the grocery store? Were. Oh, I'll be at the grocery store. <laughs> Groceries. Still needs to be bought. Yes. Um, food still gets get consumed. So I'd be at the grocery store, but the last time I went out, I was like on the bank, got cute and 
dressed up in something. I don't know. I have no clue. Well, does Actually, that... Oh, it was uh, the Mariba show. When was that? Shit, like, two months ago? Man. I have no clue. Forever ago. Yo, Tate is losing her mind inside. <laughs> Look, I literally don't know what a day is. Like, what is today? Yeah, no, no idea. Today's Tuesday. Okay, how I knew that because I don't know why how I knew that, but you know. <laughs> well, so Tate, do you get like, uh, do you put any thought into uh, how you uh, dress when you go to the grocery store? Are you actually wearing like a different pair of shoes than you wear around the house? Are you uh, in a different outfit than you were wearing like five minutes before? Right. Does like fashion like make you feel like your your full self? Um, yeah, when I go to the grocery store, I honestly don't even care anymore. I have a mask on, so, like, who's going to recognize me? Yep. Looking crazy. Like, look, we all know we're here for. I'm out of edge. What's up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that and, like, keeping six-foot distance, you know? Yeah. By the way, Tate, could you yeah. imagine being a, a cashier still? Because you used to be a cashier at a grocery store. No, I didn't. I thought you were. Yet. Hell no. <laughs> oh no! Wait, wait, wait. What I was, was your the cashier at like this restaurant? I mean, <laughs> I was close. <laughs> like, okay, close cosmically, enough, but... I was close. Like, you know, you were a cashier at a place. <laughs> so I think that we should be congratulating me on my good memory, All as right. opposed to Jeff. You are doing essential work right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Tate, do you uh? Like, obviously, no one's moving around like they used to, but can you envision a time now when you will be comfortable going outside and being around people? Here in New York, it's weird for us to, like, walk on the street and, like, even be in the vicinity of someone else, right? Can you imagine what this is going to be like when this is not over, but, like, you know, on the downward trend? Um, I literally can't. I don't think anything's ever going to be normal again. Um, yeah. But that's probably okay. Change is probably what we need right now. Because um, honestly, this place is dirty as fuck. So, time to clean it up. Yeah. And maybe that's just what the world's going to look like in the future, hopefully. Cleaner. Well, and what are you thinking about in terms of, like, live performances? Because that's a big part of any artist's life. And all of a sudden, it's just, like, yeah. you know, snatched away from you for reasons having nothing to do with the business, having nothing to do with the performer, having nothing to do with, like, a lot of things, but it's just the biggest thing. I mean, you know what? I think what people should do uh, with clubs and venues should start doing when it's able, you know, we can go back outside. They should just start selling VIP six-foot section and... Everybody can still keep their distance, but boom, you get an extra bottle in your six foot section, <laughs> and we can still watch the show. An extra you know bottle of what? Lysol? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that almost and feels. Champagne. Yo, wait, Lysol yep. with sparklers in it? That would be dope. Wow. Yeah, now wow. we're thinking. Yeah, by the way, that would actually get me to go out to a club <laughs> if it had Lysol and sparklers. Um, Tate, what are you what are you watching on TV? Um, I'm actually currently watching All American on Netflix. How is that? It's so dramatic. It is so dramatic. It literally feels like a soap opera. I feel like my grandma <laughs> watching this damn show. Like I am so in in like involved in their lives. It makes no sense. I'm like, oh my god, what happened with Olivia and Spencer? Oh no. <laughs> Do you have, like, any, like, group chats that are revolving around this? Hell no. Nobody, nobody like, like, in your circles is also, like, watching All-American? No. (laughs) Is this something, like, you're embarrassed to tell your friends about, but you're also on a podcast that is (laughs) internationally broadcast, and so you're admitting it here? (laughs) No, actually, my other friend, she was watching All-American, and she, you know, was telling me, like, oh, yeah, girl, this is dramatic but it's so good did you find yourself uh you know falling into the the same traps as basically everyone else in the world and watching tiger king yeah 
I did fall into that freaking trap, and I was actually very upset because it was not as entertaining as I thought it would be. Really? I think the storyline was so predictable. I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, predictable? It was just, it was like, okay, I get it, whatever. Everybody was excited, cool, tigers. <laughs> but it wasn't like the biggest thing in the world for me. <laughs> Question: How many exotic animals have you encountered? <laughs> Zero. Mm. No snakes. No tigers. Oh, wait, no, my mom did have a snake. Wait, wait, okay. Yeah, well, the whole thing is falling apart. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Your mom had a snake. Mm-hmm. Like, like, a, like a, like a bigger snake, or like, yeah, how many feet? <laughs> um. That is a good question. <laughs> it was pretty long um, and pretty big. It wasn't like an anaconda or anything. It wasn't huge. But it wasn't like a little garden snake either. Um, what did you feed it? Um, mice. Like live mice? No, I think they're dead. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. This was a long time ago. Do you remember what Wait, happened? can we patch your mom in? <laughs> Do you remember what happened at the end of that snake's life? Um, yeah, actually. So, uh, my mom couldn't find the snake. The snake has escaped from its, um, its abode. And she was looking for it everywhere. Couldn't find it. Which is weird, because, like, where can a snake go? How? Yo, a snake can go literally anywhere. How in the world (laughs) did you sleep at night? Well, I don't even, I don't know. I wasn't tripping, really. I was cool about it. <laughs> but my mom ended up finding the snake um, in her car, like, a few days after it gone, had gone missing. Wait. And it, like, wrapped stuff along the engine. The snake The snake escaped and was going to take your mom's car. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I don't know where she was trying to go, but... This should be a Netflix series. I would watch this. <laughs> Tate's yeah, Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> young young baby snake. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> young baby snake. See, now we're talking. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, you did watch that. You weren't thrilled with that. Um, obviously, it didn't hit home like it did with a lot of other people. Right. Yeah, Tate was over it. Yeah. But uh, how do you spend your time creatively? Are you... Are you inspired right now or are you sort of like sitting there like waiting for inspiration to come or is there like something that you have been waiting to work on and now's the time? Are you focused or are you not focused? I'll be honest. I have not been that um, inspired. It's, um, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to be inspired just doing the same thing every day. Yeah. But recently i don't know tour season just started and i'm tourist and for some reason i just really have felt like a spark happened yesterday which is when tour season started so i'm just like wow so i feel like it's so brand new right now i'm about to just get back into it but like before i literally feel like fuck making music right now wait so okay so so uh the 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 moon you know shifts things and the waves shifts things and the calendar changes and all of a sudden you're back to life um yep. are you are you fully on board do you read like you know astrology charts every day are you uh all in no i'm not all in i'm i'm not, i don't like read astrology stuff every day but i know when taurus season start because you know that's my season. <laughs> you need to act up for no reason. <laughs> can you can you tell when Mercury is in retrograde? Sometimes, but I don't know. Other planets go in retrograde too, and I feel like we've just kind of all generalized what retrogrades feel like at this point. So sometimes it's like, what the heck is Mercury in retrograde right now? But really, it's like Venus is in retrograde or some other planet. I- if Soulja Boy beat Beyonce, would you blame it on Mercury being being in retrograde, <laughs> or would you just say 
wow, maybe Soldier Boy has more <laughs> hits than I thought. Absolutely not. <laughs> it would definitely have to be Mercury retrograde or a miracle. <laughs> I, I agree it would be a miracle. <laughs> Yo, Tate, we love you. Uh, take care of yourself. Stay indoors. Be safe. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the creativity will come back, especially now that it's tourist season. Um, and uh, listen, I hope that I hope that we can see you in real life uh, in the not too far distant future. Yeah, let me just say, I saw Tate in an Ari Lennox Instagram live. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, Tate!" And Tate said, "Hey, the real." And I was so excited. Yeah, it felt like we were like hanging out, even though she got her name wrong. No, I mean mostly right. Yeah, it's yeah. the real. Yeah. yeah, but the real is the women's talk show. That's it's whatever. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, but it felt like we were hanging out, and I was so excited to see Tate, and so I'm so excited to actually hear your voice and be able to talk to you. Yes, Tate, take care of yourself. We love you, and uh, and we'll be checking in. All right. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Eric. Bye. Bye. Shout out to young baby Tate. Shout out to Olu and shout out to Dot. Shout out to everybody celebrating Earth Day today. Jeff, are we back tomorrow? We are back every day forever. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>